Previously, on Adventure. Henley, Thrace, and Julian, you must go to Neverwinter and solve the mystery of his death and find the murderer to discover the location of the second magical item. Uh, I know there's a detective on scene already, and he should be able to assist you guys. My name is Leonidas Scaleworth, and at this point, he turns to face you guys. He's a dragonborn. <laughs> He's wearing his fedora and his, his trench coat and a, and a very nice suit underneath. I, I don't know if you can tell by blushing very much. <laughs> Here's the thing. The dragon was shut down, but the dragon, the dragon is going to, I, I guess for a lack of a better term, self-destruct almost like a phoenix in three hours. Most of the evidence will be destroyed. Now Thrace, there's a minor possibility that this door is booby-trapped. Leo quite fancies you. I'll give you some more information about that conversation if you just open the door. Henley, what did, she, what did you say? Oh my. What a dumpster she's got. I'm paraphrasing. Henley up against the wall right now, please. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my Such a douche. Uh, when you walk in the room, um, it's still very well camped, but it looks like the bed's still unmade, so uh-huh. it looks like he hasn't... It, it's an active no crime scene. There. It's an active crime scene. Yeah. There's little um, like evidence markers around mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they have... Leo's name uh, on them because uh, okay. he's been in this room obviously looking it over and, and trying to figure out I'm picturing sloth in seven <laughs> Sl- oh, oh, oh no <laughs> nothing Ew. that gross okay yeah. <laughs> Ew, that's really gross no it looks like a pretty like it looks like almost like someone walked in cut his throat did the deed and, and then just left his body his body isn't there anymore. His body okay. has been has been taken away. Uh, it's not sitting in the room Is like Leo decomposing. Is Leo up here with us? No, oh yeah, Leo, oh, Leo came up with you guys. So yeah. he saw that whole thing. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I I I nudge Leo in the ribs with my elbow and just wink. Um, I want to do an investi- I'm gonna do an investigation on the room. Hey, oh, seventeen. So um, as you look around the Plus room, two actually, it's a nineteen. Oh, nice, nineteen. So you see that the bed is unmade um, as if um, Jacob was sleeping in the bed when whatever happened. So he probably didn't see it coming. Happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leo, where's the body? Where did the body go? Uh, I took the body to the morgue in the Naga. Okay. So if you're going to go there after, we can absolutely go there mm. and check it out. Was his body near the door? His body was on this bed right here. Obviously, you're laying... It's not a very big room. Okay. Um, it's a... Uh, it's a tight quarters. Brick and walls are known for their luxury <laughs> suites. Uh, but, um, yeah, so the whole room is pretty easily accessible. The other thing um, that you see, uh, Henley, sorry, yep. is that the, like when you walk in the room, basically, there's a bed. It's basically a bed, um, a, like a, a trunk and a closet, and then a window. And that's really all that's in the room. There's nothing really much else there. So you're looking at the bed. To your left is a window. Um, it's a pretty small window, and it's it's open a crack. Small as in someone could fit through it, or too small for someone? Uh, or, well, anyone to fit through, like dwarf. Yeah, elf. yeah, I mean, no. it's it's small enough for a creature to fit through. Okay. But it's it's a pretty small, like, uh, thing. Hey, Leo, what we got for time? The stray dogs in this town are really, really out of control. Uh, you still have about two hours and 45 minutes before the, the all this goes poof. Okay. All right, good to know. Is yeah. that the sound it's mm-hmm. going to make? Poof. 
Yep. Just a slight look. <laughs> my, ins- my instruction to Justin was to say papoof. I don't <laughs> think I'm this. picturing Arrest Development Poof magazine. Uh, so okay. it's open a crack. Um, the, the the trunk um, and the closet are closed. Okay. All right. Now, do you have Leo? Do you have any idea if the person came through the door or came through the window or left in either direction? Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed that there's a the window is open a bit. Yeah. Uh, the window I'm wasn't. just thinking someone might have seen someone come out if they came in and out the door. Yeah. So I, when I got here, everyone who was staying at the inn um, or around that bar uh, was not patroning the bar at that time so you know it's tough when you go into these these areas like they don't want to talk to me mm-hmm. they don't want to talk so i'm hoping that tonight since it seems like a lot of regulars that we'll be able to figure out some more about what happened um the, the window is open a crack it's a very small window um so if anyone did come in and out of it it had to be a, a relatively small creature okay okay now you're saying the door was locked the door was locked when, Does when it the innkeeper came up when it came up it automatically it, locks you... from the inside okay. um but uh, obviously, you need a key to get in. Mm-hmm. You, the door's never just going to be unlocked. Right, but uh, someone could have turned the, the lock and left and Ye- shut yes, the door absolutely, behind them. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Hmm. It seems like Jacob was in bed. It seems like he was maybe sleeping, if not relaxing. I don't know exactly. That, that's, all I, that's all I know. Okay. We need to make this quick. Do you think there's anything else? Well, there's that trunk, but as it wasn't opened. Crack it anyway. Let's have a look. Let's go. All of this stuff is going to go. Is so the trunk locked? You gotta try it to find out. All right, I'm, I I will cover and try it. It's not locked. It opens up. It's okay. it's a foot locker that is like standard in all of these inns rooms, so people okay. can put their stuff. Yep. Um, there there isn't much in there. Um, there is an empty burlap. It's not even a sack. It's it's basically the size of. I'm trying to think of a good a good comparison for it, but you know it's probably a six inches long. It's, it's, Six inches wide. Okay. It's like a square. Okay. Um, it's pretty small, but it's empty. Like a pocket um, square in the world's smallest bindle. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, um, other than that, there is a, another change of clothes. Okay. They're like more like normal, like not red, the red brand outfit which they found him in. It's sort of like just a, it almost looks like sleeping attire. All right. Um, Our object I'm was probably that within sack. that bag, but yeah, take it along. I'm, I'm taking it okay. with me. All right. what, what about in the well, closet? We'll just open the sack right now. Well, there's nothing in it. It's empty. Yeah, it's oh. empty, but I'm taking it anyway, just yeah. in case, because this whole place is going to go poof poof very soon. <laughs> just poof. <laughs> um, how, yeah, the closet. Let's, let's try the closet. Let's try right. the closet. Okay. Closet okay. open? Yeah, closet's open. Um, hmm. It's empty. It's empty. Nothing okay. in there at all. Nothing in there at all. I mean, there's like hangers on the 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 little bar that you know holds up the hangers, but as far as items go, it's completely empty. I just want to look up and okay. see if there are any hidden. Yeah, can we do like an investigation check mm-hmm. to see if there's like a, a fake panel mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. All right. Sixteen. Ugh, nine. Ten. Ten. So, you know, there aren't any hidden panels at all. But um, Henley, when you're kind of investigating, you're yeah. looking up. Um, you see what appear to be claw marks. Mm. You know, the, the, the closet's sort of roof goes up into almost like it's kind of pointed, so it gets very small, and there is claw marks on one side and claw marks on the other as if something was holding itself up there. Hmm. 
know. Well, that's a little unsettling. Yeah. What else? Is there anywhere, any other way we can check more in depth? Uh, nothing really in the room okay. so much. Um, I mean, no, there's no, I mean, you can look at more closely physically or spiritually or whatever you want to do, but I mean. I think we should take Leo's lead here and go downstairs and ask the regulars what they might have seen. Yeah. Yep, good idea. And also, I've right. got 41 minutes left of free drinks out of that bloke. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get our asses back down there. You should see yeah. what else you can get out of him, Henley Lil Pain. Woohoo! What? <laughs> <laughs> right, so we go back downstairs? Yes, yes, go back downstairs. Um, and then there's a there's a the tavern full of people drinking and making merry, but always looking one side eye at this timer going down. Let's just go up to the first local we yep. see. Okay, so you, you you walk up and there is a scraggly looking man sitting at a table alone, uh, drinking. Has a full bottle of shit whiskey next to him and is just <laughs> pouring into a shot glass. Okay. And drinking it. You know what? I have a better idea. Uh, since we're not exactly known for our subtlety, Hendley, jump up on the bar and shout out and see if anybody has seen anything. Let's just cover. We do not have time to go around one by one and interrogate all these people. Get your ass on the bar. Shout. Hello, Brooklyn. What? <laughs> Why would I say that? Oh, no. Never went to Hendley. No, you Never know me, to... I'm Henley Little Pin. Now, y'all know my man Blake right here, right? Say hi, Blake. Hello. <laughs> Blake has told me, shh, Blake, don't worry about it. I'll go ahead. I'll put on my tab. Blake has told me he's going to give free drinks to anyone who comes over here, talks to more friends, and answers their questions. Yeah, Henley. <laughs> and those drinks are redeemable for the next 38 minutes. <laughs> yes. Right. Anyone? Well, all right. Um, so it's quiet. Everyone kind of like the murmur died down. Well, only. Well, only. <laughs> no top shelf. Poor <laughs> Henley. Push the boat out for Blake. So the murmur like died down immediately, and almost in like a record scratch moment, when Henley started yelling. Everyone looked. Everyone looked away, uh, and you guys are now at the bar waiting and. A, uh, a gentleman walks up to you, the same scraggly gentleman you were going to speak to before, and he says, uh, what do you want to know? We want to know whatever you know about the murder that happened upstairs. I was staying in the room across the hall <gasps> from the poor Jacob. Poor Jacob. He was such... I knew Did him, you know him? I knew him for a very short period of time, just when he was here, but he was very nice, very open, very warm man, and he was so happy. That did, night. Did, did he you, tell you why yeah. he was so happy? He would only tell us that he had found something he had been looking for for a long time. Huh. Did he show you what it was? No, he wouldn't show us. Did he say anything that you, that seemed strange to you? Anything that would give you any idea as to why this happened to him? Well, I mean, we were... We were drinking all together, all of us, and having a great time. And then all of a sudden he just said, I have to go to my room. I need to, I need to be in my room. And nothing triggered that? Nothing. No one said anything to him? No one. Didn't meet anyone so. else? He just suddenly, suddenly got a sense of unease, I believe, and went to his room. It seemed like, from what he could tell me, that he had sort of gotten carried away with having fun. But, oh. th but I believe he was here on business. That's what it, it seemed Was like. there anyone else in the bar that night that seemed to strike you as stranger than normal? Well, I mean, you can't I, really. It's a tough thing to tell yes. in a place like this. Right. Um, but nothing that stuck out to you, no one that... You remember it. No, no. I mean, there's always the gnomes. Mm -hmm. 
They moved in here not that long ago, and I don't... None of us really care for them. Are they untrustworthy? Well, none of us really trust them, so I would, I would guess that, yes, they're untrustworthy. Is that relevant, or are you just racist against nuts? Well... <laughs> okay, so let's move on. I, yeah. I want to... If, I, I want to take my phone out, and I want to go back to Fandolin. I want to go to Sammy's, and I want to buy some more truth serum. Like, in the middle of right them now, doing this. Right now, Henley. Okay. So, guys, I'll be right back. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Henley will be right back. Yes, yeah. I, and I walk, out, I walk out of the inn because I don't want anyone to see me literally disappear. <laughs> um, hit, hit Fandolin, hit send, and go. All right. So, you're instantly back in Fandolin. What we'll do here, I'll go with you first, Henley, and then uh, we'll go back to yep. the, uh, the bar. And then you'll come back sort of mid-conversation yep, while fine. this thing's going on. And just give me, give me a cue when it would be appropriate for me to jump back in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You pop out of existence in, in Neverwinter and you pop back into Fanlin right in front of... You want, in front of Sammy's or in Sammy's? Uh, let's just go in, in. Sammy's. What? Make it easy. Yeah. Okay. Bing. So you pop in existence basically right in front of Sammy. <laughs> this, this time, it's appearing out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and he was sort of like eating like cereal or or, or something, <laughs> and that's all he was doing. Yeah, all right. Watching like you know, I'm gonna say watching TV, but it doesn't exist. So <laughs> in his underpants, like yeah, his underpants, underpants, right? underpants. Yeah, 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 like yeah. scrolling through like a, a a a book or something. You pop into existence, and he goes, "Oh, tarnation!" And he throws the <laughs> the cereal up in the air, and it gets everywhere. And he goes, "Oh my God, Henley, you gave me such a fright." I'm re- I'm really sorry. Um, to, to- pop in like this, but um, I'll need some more of that serum of truth. Uh, alright. Henley, do you remember how much it cost? <laughs> I really don't. I want to say it was 25? 15. 15, 15 gold pieces. Right. Yeah. I'll take two of them. Alright. I got one more two. question for you. Do you do yeah. credit at all? Because uh, you even put that on Julian Wingate's tab. Oh <laughs> my gosh. You're very funny, Henley, but I'm not going to do that. Alright, alright. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you 25. Is this for someone important, Henley? I'll, I'll give you 35. I love his <laughs> negotiation skills. <laughs> Just give me the 30, all right? Oh, you struck a hard bargain. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I'm down to 33 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he needs to steal so much gold, is because yeah, he I spends know. it like crazy. Dude, flight is 100. I'm going to get there, I promise. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, thanks, Sammy. Appreciate it. Great doing business with you. Beep. And so while this was going on, it's only been, there's only like two minutes or something like that. So, Brian, if you just want to wait around two minutes and just pop in, it's totally fine. Perfect. Because you're going to be coming back into the bar, right? Right. I'm, I'm, so I'm going to get myself right outside the bar, like, or, you know, alleyway, and then, and then run mm-hmm. back in. Okay. So um, we're back to this, we're back to okay. you guys as you, Henley, ran out and disappeared. Yes. Um, your friend is a little, little odd. Yeah, that's the least of it, to be honest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it was a terrible, it's a terrible thing. Um, I, I, I heard something that night. In the room? In the in room. room. There was, I could have sworn I heard the door creaking. Um, creaking? And so okay. I, I, I peeked my, my, <gasps> my, peeked my head out. You looked? I looked. Um, it was tough, very dark, very tough to see what was there, but I can tell you that what I saw was tall mm-hmm. and skinny. Uh-huh. 
and scaly <gasps> and very disquieting. And scaly? From what I could see in the dark, yes. And, and then I just ducked back into my room. Uh-huh. Um, and when I woke the next morning, Jacob was dead. Oh. Is Leo with us right now? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to try something. Okay. I have a second level spell. All right. Detect thoughts. Oh, that's a good one. You can focus on any one creature within 30 feet unless their intelligence is three or less. Okay. So we have to assume a detective yeah, is They're speaking beings. They have right. a, over a three intelligence. Right. First surface thoughts uh, and if probing deeper targets mu- must make a vision saving throw. Now, on a fail, reasoning becomes clear, emotional states, loves, hates, all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Huh. Now, the target's aware of what I'm doing, so you gotta, can't stay for too long. But right. I think in the middle of all this revelation, if we get a little... So you want to you wanna hit the I wanna, the gentleman who's talking to you right no. now? Who? Leo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to hear what Leo's thinking about what just got said. Okay. All right. right. So you can probe front thoughts without anything. Right. If I want to look a little deeper, deeper you, I, I have to make be, a, I have to make a vision save. Yeah, so let's go for that. Let's go for Julian. 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 Or you want to just go for the surface level without any roll? Let's go deep. Let's go. Okay. I may only have one well, shot I mean, at you this. you can do, I mean, if you want to, you can do probe initially, and then if you want to go deeper, you can see you want to okay. go deeper, and then we can let's, roll. Let's try that. Yeah. J- Julian, could you find out if he's single? It'll come up. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so you're going to... Probe Leo's thoughts. Probe my thoughts. Probe Leo's thoughts. Lightly at first. Right. So when you lightly probe Leo's thoughts, what you see in his head is basically two sides of an equation not matching up to him. He sees... You're basically seeing Leo's thought of the description of what this gentleman just gave us, which is the first time he's ever heard it, Mm -hmm. but also kind of what um, Leo has already sort of thinking about what happened. And you can see that Leo himself suspects the gnomes that have moved in. And tall, skinny, and scaly isn't working out in his brain. Right. For, you know, for that. So he's having a tough time sort of dealing with... He had some preconceived notions of it that have just been blown. Yeah, and you can see, now looking at his face, Julian, you can see in his face that he's in it. He's digging in his head and trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, the Mm. fact that he is confused in any way would indicate that he doesn't know it, yeah. like it, it's not him because he doesn't know what's going on any more than we do right so thinking to myself not mm-hmm. in character i will not go any deeper because i don't want him to think we're now, doing can this can you go mm-hmm. deep on this other guy because he'd like I don't well yes wait another i have to wait for another time i hate yeah. that i'm not there oh, right okay. now to say things well, well you could be here no but, uh, you were in the middle of a spell but like can you go deep on this guy <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so you, you you've gotten this from Leo that he is um, he's now a little bit out of, out of sorts and, and and his information is going through. What the only the other thing you see in his, his thro- the front of his thoughts about the goblins is you see a name Riley. Riley. Like a, and, and you see like assigned to a goblin, um, like a, mm-hmm. not a goblin, a gnome. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm misspeaking. My races. I'm sorry. Riley the gnome. Yes, Riley the gnome. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. What else did you see or hear? Anything else? I'm, a, I'm afraid that it's all I heard huh. and saw. Well, we are so sorry for the loss of your friend. You know, I only knew him for a short time. Like I said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say friend, but he was a good, a good man. I don't think he deserved much, much, much nicer than most of the people who walk in and out of here. Mm. 
Though I guess yeah. this place will not be here very much no. longer. Yeah, so you should pack your drink, shit and drink get out up, of here. Drink up and yes. Oh, yes. We have one on us. Drinks are on Blake. <laughs> Just go down <laughs> to the bar and say it's on Blake. <laughs> Hey everybody, your Dungeon Master Bobby Shortle here, back with another episode of Adventure and with another thank you so much for listening and being part of our little crew here. Um, I'm really, really happy the way this episode came out and uh, the next couple episodes actually, we've actually just wrapped up recording the end of this um, arc and I couldn't be happier with how it turned out. As always, a big thanks to Justin Riley for all his sound effects and soundscapes work. Uh, he uses BattleBards at BattleBards.com and Tabletop Audio at TabletopAudio.com to get a lot of his soundscapes and sound effects. And uh, big thanks to them. They're awesome services and use them for something like we're doing here or even your own personal game. They're, they're, they're great for both of those things. Big thank you to my players, of course. Um, and I would ask you, please, please, please follow us at D&D Adventure on Twitter. Um, and tweet about the show using hashtag D&D Adventure. We've, I'm writing the new arc right now, so there's a lot of characters um, that can be named after our listeners. So I would love to name some after some of you. So I've already got a couple in mind, but there's still a few slots open. So please, please, please do that. Please review us on iTunes. Um, I know we say it every week, but if you haven't yet, and I, it, I can't tell you how important it is to review podcasts on iTunes. Do it for us. Do it for all your favorite podcasts because it's the best way to get them noticed. Um, so please, please, please do that. Um, if, if you're so inclined, go to patreon.com slash talking comics and support the talking comics, uh, Patreon, which, you know, is, is really a support there for anything as a support for all the shows. And we really appreciate it so much. I can't even imagine. Um, our next show will be out in two weeks, um, and then two weeks after that, two weeks after that, and then uh, we're, I'm still working on a way to get weekly shows out there. It's just been nuts uh, the last couple of months with, with stuff going on, on on a personal level, so I haven't been able to, to figure that stuff out yet, but I, I promise you, it will happen. Um, but I think that's enough of me babbling on. Let's go back to Neverwinter and keep on the trail of this mystery. Has right. anyone else joined the conversation? Someone coming up the stairs to chat with us? Yeah. So there is one other um, who comes up, and it's actually a gnome who comes oh. up. Gnomes are, you know, shorter creatures. They're mostly known for being great with nature and, and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, they're a little smaller than dwarves. You know, they're like less than three feet tall or about three feet tall. Um you know, they're generally pretty skinny and, and kind of a little bit bigger noses, and, and usually their hair is a little bit unkempt. Uh, and this one fits that description to a T. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's wearing very plain clothes. And he comes up and he says, So, I... I, I didn't see what happened to the, to the man that you're, you're referring to. I was here the night that he came back and and we all drank and you know he seemed very very jovial and nice he bought a lot of drinks for all of us and then he he disappeared uh up into his room at at, at some point and i know now that the next day they found him dead in his room um i'm sure that you'll hear a lot about that from a lot of a lot of other people in here but what i'll tell you is that i saw him the night before 
Okay. What uh, do you see him doing? Um, he was here, um, and he was having, you know, a very heated debate with a group of gnomes. Uh, they are a group there. They moved in here not very long ago. Uh, took up residence in the in the Naga, and they've, um, you know, they've they've been disturbing a lot of the peace. I, I would say. Okay. Um, it's it's made things very tough for for me. What's uh, your name? My name? Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Joey. Oh, okay. Just checking. Uh, thank you for asking, though. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, just be thankful that I didn't ask you how you spell it. <laughs> All right, I saw him having a very heated debate with that group of group of gnomes. Um, I don't really know them very well. I don't know them in person at all, but everyone knows uh, their leader, Riley. He's very well known in these parts and become very famous in a very, very short period of time. Okay. Just really since the explosion, it's been, it's been mm. a, it, it's been a real, they really moved in when things were rough. Um, so I saw him that night and he stormed out after their discussion. And honestly, he was so angry. I expected next time I saw him to either be furious or to not be here anymore. Cause it didn't seem like he was getting what he wanted, but to be so happy, I, I, I didn't expect it. And, I don't know what happened, but I know that he was having some trouble with them. Where can we find this uh, Riley and his cohorts? Um, you can find them. They have a they have a place in the Naga. Uh, they call it a, a bar, but it's really just their little like hangout. Uh, Is their hangout near enough that we can get there and back? Oh yes, I mean it's before. just. I mean you're right on the border right now of the Naga. Okay. It's just down the street, the second left. You, you'll, you'll find it the first building on okay. your right, and it you know it should have. Uh, a silhouette outside that sort of looks like w- w- me or one of m- my people. All right, guys, we're running out of time. And I think if we leave now, there's a good chance Hendley won't find us. Let's try that. <laughs> all right. Okay, Leo, we're going this way. Yeah. All right. So I think we're going to leave this place because all right. we've found out. I think we found out and we've seen everything we can right yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Leo, have you heard anything about this Riley chap? Yes, I've... I've he was my my number one suspect, honestly, until until that story that that gentleman told us about the scaly, huh. tall. Does that mean anything injured. to you? No, but it certainly doesn't sound like a gnome to to me. Right. Um, I'm not sure. Any of the gnomes here have alliances with others? I mean, I'm sure, um, but they're very new here. They moved in very quickly, but seem to have a lot of influence as soon as they moved in, and that doesn't usually equal being on your own. Mm. So. All right. I'm back. Oh, god we're, damn it. We're leaving. Uh, but so close. Before we go, I don't know what you said to the, to anyway, you talk to the gnomes. Uh, we that's where we're going. We're going to go talk to the gnomes now. They have a place down the road. All right. Well, I got good news and I got bad news. Okay. Good news is I got some more serum of truth. So we'll be able to make sure that the, that these gnomes are telling us the truth. That would be a little easier to grapple with, I'm sure. <laughs> the bad news is that, Julian, next time you're yes. in Fandolin, don't go to the once and for all cafe. I'll ring, <laughs> I ring up 60 gold pieces in news <laughs> under your name. I, I appreciate the fair warning. That was, that was lovely, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> They've always been dicks to me there. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That w- no, it's the gray horse. The gray horse is the one they were dicks. <laughs> You were at both of these places. It's possible. <laughs> he, just, okay. he did take an awful long time to get back here. Yeah. Well, I stopped at Fadley's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> did, 
The history of our friendship. (laughs) 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 Terrible, terrible jokes for anyone listening. I'm so sorry. Yes. It's all right. It's all right. I got a kick out of it. So Leo says to you guys, you guys um, want to go see, try to see Riley and his group, or do you want to go to the morgue? Um, How much time do we have left? Let's see. But Mike, I think we have a little over two hours left. All right, listen. We need to hit the morgue because those gnomes are not going to stay here if this place is about to go poof. So we can track them down. But once that morgue goes up, we might not get another chance to look at that body. So let's go. Morgue. Yes. So you guys head down into the morgue. It's in the Naga. The streets are filthy. and Ew. But where they once were filled with people everywhere because it was this very densely populated kind of slum of Neverwinter, it's basically empty at this point. Wow. People coming out of their huts and houses with suitcases and sort of making their way. Um, This is the last of them. It seems, and Leo says to you guys, it's a shame they waited so long to leave, but I'm sort of leaving now. Really, the brick and wall is sort of the, once you're past that, you're pretty safe, but I don't know where these people are going to live after this. So you head to the morgue and... Because everything's abandoned, there's nobody in it. Like, there's no attendance, okay. nothing. That's um, fine. Is there a body there? Yeah, all the bodies are still there. Awesome. Uh, so Leo leads you down into the room, and he pulls out the tray yep. that has our victim on it. And he lays there, looking very pale, uh, his throat cut open, still in his red brand uh, all right. clothes. All right, let's roll an investigation check. Yeah. Let's right. see what we can see. All right. Ooh, I'm gonna... 19, which is a 21 for me. Nice. 20. 20. Jeez. Like... A nat 20. Ooh-wee. They're like David Caruso in this uh, <laughs> CSI scene right now. Ooh, 18. 18. Oh, man. All the bad rolls came onto me. <laughs> all the good rolls onto you. All right. We're poking and prodding this body. Let's, <laughs> let's know what, what's going on. So, uh, I mean, all of you got excellent rolls. So, you're all going to be able to notice a lot here. Um, and so, I'll just kind of give a general information to all of you. So,. The cut on Jacob's neck looks looks like it was made not by a knife. It looks like it was made by something else because it okay. looks like there's almost two incision marks on his neck and then that they're cut across. Are they clean? Uh, Are they clean? I, w- w- I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Are you, are you, is, it, is it Brian it's asking Brian. Bobby? Are they clean incisions or are they more like claw-like? They're, they're pretty clean. But they're not as clean as, let's say, like a straight razor or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, uh, and then, um, obviously, he's in his robes, and they look very <clears throat> kempt. The thing about it is that you don't notice any blood on the robes he is is wearing. So there might be clothes out there that he was killed in. There were a change of clothes. Why would they change his, his clothes? In his trunk. Right. But to frame we didn't him notice to- that they were bloody or anything, right? Perhaps trying to frame him as a... Wait a bloody second. But no pun yes, intended. Or a lot pun intended. Remember when we started... When I met both of you twats. And uh, we started this journey. Yes. Wasn't there a vampire? Yes, Henry? Well, Thrace didn't meet the vampire. Alright, right. That was... I, I've been drinking. <laughs> but yes. Brian or Henry? Come on. <laughs> Obviously both. Um, <laughs> but is it possible that he was drained of his blood? And Henley just sticks one of his daggers into the body to see if there's any blood in it. 
Oh my gosh, Hendley. <laughs> you stick the dagger into his body and blood squ- squirts out onto your face. <laughs> not anatomically possible. No. His no, heart I, is not still beating. You can dribble out onto his shoes. I hate to like be a CSI Nazi no, about right. this, but no. you know. No, but it was such force from him. Oh, it's that like more blood of a splash. Splash. Yeah, but the blood right. splashed up. You won't okay. hear me say this often, but I think I deserve that. <laughs> and again, like I say every week, I can't wait to find the sound effect that Justin uses for sploosh in Brian's face <laughs> of the blood. Hendley's face. Hendley's face. That's yeah. right. That's all right. I was envisioning uh, Brian. Sploosh. Not sure we got anything out of that, actually. <laughs> I'm of, not sure. I feel like we're wasting a lot of time and not actually, yeah. yeah. Out of stabbing the dead body? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, actually, I should actually... All right, so blood not drained. Blood not drained, no. So... No, Vampire no. theory. Uh, they all can't be with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, One would be handy though. <laughs> so let me ask you guys: in the in the yes. investigation check, yes, are you like looking uh, for any clues look, on him? Any anything marks, on the body? Any, oh, right. I mean, are you like scales? We're touching. We're looking. Are you for, opening, Are you moving the robes? Oh, oh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, so we're yeah. like we're stripping this body down right okay. now. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want to do. the pockets. Anything yeah. we can physically do to investigate this body? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you look under his robes, um, does he have a little peen? Oh my god! It's like a baby's <laughs> arm holding an apple. <laughs> oh my god! All right, mine's yeah. out of the gutter. Girl. Um. You see that on his chest, there is a square impression. It's different colored than the rest of his skin, as if there was something pressing on there. Is it a square that's about the same size as that burlap sack? It is. Oh, I see. I take the burlap sack out and I hold it on there and I'm like, aha! Eureka! Perfectly nearly. Yes. The Shroud of Turin. So there is a little little excess like fabric, so it might... It's a little smaller. It's a little smaller than the sack itself, the mark on his chest. Obviously, because it would have to fit inside the sack. Gotcha. Hanging about his neck. Yes, but he was... So he was hiding this thing underneath his robes. So he was obviously hiding it at the time he was murdered because there's an impression there and it was taken when he was murdered. Ooh. Someone slit his throat. They slit the cords that held the bag and took it with them. Yeah. I still feel like it was the easiest motive in the world. And I feel like we're not really learning much. We need to learn more about this. <laughs> Hendley, any ideas? Well, I mean, you guys pretty much know the motive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. motive is not the thing you're, you're Means, really searching motive for. motive, and opportunity. <laughs> yes. So, it, yes, right. so he had this thing underneath his clothes. Is there any chance it was still in the clothes, in the house, like in his room? You guys checked it pretty well. We no. did, right? Yeah, no. Right. You, we you didn't miss anything found in that room, No, right? you definitely would have found it. You searched, you had all good right, roles on all your investigation yeah. stuff, okay, so good. no, you didn't miss anything. I have the hmm. feeling we're going to need to move on to the bar, but... Yeah. I, don't th- I, 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 feel like, I don't feel like there's anything else here we can see. We investigated really well. Right? He was body. killed by brute force. Yeah. And... And, and again, it might, let's just make a note of it. It might make sense later on. But right now, we know he's dead. We know it wasn't a vampire, probably, unless that vampire just stabbed him twice in the throat. <laughs> it wasn't a vampire. Is there anything else that we can do to make sure that we've covered our bases? Um, well, Are there any remnants on this body of I'm anything? Gonna, I'm going to say, keep, I'm gonna, I'm, I have some more stuff to tell you guys. Okay. So you look at his hands and his palms, and, yep. and, and there's, there are scratches on his palms and hands. Defense okay. wounds? Defensive yeah, wounds. defensive wounds. Okay. Um, and there is, um, underneath his fingernails, there is greenish skin. 
Ooh, like scaly skin. Mm. Mm. All right, so he was clearly fighting with this large, tall, scaly creature who murdered him. <sighs> do we take that yucky stuff? Like, you know, yes. like they do in... Like scrape it into a little beaker uh, thing? Yes. A little baggy and a little take, take it with right. you. Oh, oh, might know what to do with it. Mm. You have vials, don't you? So or we're scraping you... it out, and I'm like, you know, just going to stick it in my pocket for now, because okay. I don't have any test tubes on me or anything. <laughs> so I'm going to stick it in my pocket, and Gizmodo, maybe next time we see him, he might be able to give us some clues. All right. All right. Like that is a plan. All right. But right now we know it's green and scaly, so there we go. <laughs> All right, let's move on to this bar before everything goes poof. poof. Yeah, what's our, what is our doomsday clock at this point? Your doomsday clock right now is at yeah, it's about two hours and ten minutes. So you're doing you're doing all right. You're moving okay. along. You're moving along. All right, let's go to so, the bar. So Not, the, the yeah, gnome's to the bar. bar. The, the gnome's, gnome's, bar. Bar. gnome's bar. Okay. Yes, we're looking for this Riley fella. Um, so you walk up to the door. Um, you walk in, and this time. Because it's all gnomes. They all yes. look at you very, very side-eyed. Okay, I accidentally stepped on one as I walked him. I'm very big, <laughs> and I like didn't murder. realize. <laughs> no, not like totally squished, oh. just like, you know, kind of like bumped out the way, flew into the wall. Oh, <laughs> sorry. One of those kind of things. I'm very large. Like, it's difficult to keep track of the little people. So There's somebody down here! Sorry. I'm sorry. so sorry, sorry, sir. So sorry. You big right. people are all the same. I'm not making the best first impression. I'm going to stand here. Hendley's going to go in and talk to someone. I don't. Well, no, I, I mean, that's not the best idea. Okay, Leo. No, no, have we, you talked because to I wasn't present for that conversation that you had at the bar. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I mean, we can assume on your walk to the goblin I place. I told you about Janet. We filled in. Okay. Yeah. Filled in on the details. Yeah. Now that's Hendley, like the explanation for why Hendley knows everything. I've got a feeling Brian was probably outside having a cigarette and therefore he doesn't know everything that's going on in that conversation. <laughs> Julian. Yes, sir. Now, I know we've had our differences, but would you say they're all pretty good at slot of hand? Absolutely. Oh, no. Absolutely. As someone who robbed me the first I'll time we met. Give, I'll need you to give me 10 gold pieces. You'll get them back. But just watch. Well, that's your first mistake. Is, is this for some trick that's going to work, or are you just going to buy yourself a drink? Don't believe me, just watch. You know slight hand uh, isn't the same as scamming people, it's right? Not, I understand. Just trust me. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, I'm willing to trust him. Really? Once. Really? Remember, I'm standing behind you with a bolt of lightning. That's uh. all I'm saying. <laughs> Here are ten gold pieces. Hello, gnomes. My name is Julian Wingate. It was worth it just for that. And I'm here to offer 10 gold pieces to whoever can tell me the answers to my questions. And by my questions, I mean the questions of me, my my friend here, Leo, my, my friend Thrace, and... All right, Hendley. I don't know who this guy is, but um, anyone, he's with any, us. Anyone, okay. <laughs> awesome who Riley is. Well, we have to wait for someone to step up and take it. Uh, a a dark-haired gnome walks up, and he says, We're not going to rat on any of our people. And no friend of his, and he points to Leo, uh -oh. are friends of ours. No. Oh, I understand, but 
Would you call yourself... What, what, what's your name? My name is Barry. That sounds like it's got two R's in it. I'll just keep going. Um, Barry, would you consider yourself a betting man? Not really. But, but, what are you, what are you offering? My bet is, I'll got these ten gold pieces here. And I'll have this vial of hot sauce. My bet is that you can't drink this hot sauce, the entire thing, in less than three seconds. If you can do it, I'll give you all ten gold pieces. If you can't, you owe me nothing. But you'll have a very hot tongue. What is it? I mean, what, what are we? In our 20s here? Well, we drink hot sauce on a bet? I mean, I'm, I'm not a shade older than... Well, alright, good point. Do you not, do you not want the... Uh, it's three seconds. You just got... It, it's this... It's a little, little vial of hot sauce. Um, Henley? I need, I need to do, you do a charisma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check. Or a per, uh, persuasion? Yeah. Probably more persuasion. Yeah, it's plus two on my 12. So 14. Um, so with that 14, he does not get fooled by your, your bet. Because uh, it was pretty obvious <laughs> that this guy has been investigating their their whole organization, walks in with three people. That person just randomly offers them to drink hot sauce. Let's try another tact. Oh, his nose! <laughs> <laughs> Is is this uh, okay? I'm not kidding. Is this a good idea? All right, yeah, all right. I, I'm going with Henley here. I'm going to grab that little gnome and hold his mouth open. Come on. Yeah, Henley, come on, quick. So, so you've got to do the strength check, right? Right, Jack? Yeah, yeah. strength check for you, Jackie. All right, you should be okay. Fourteen plus your strength modifier, which is probably pretty big. Where is that? Eighty-three. Her plus modifier four. is eighty-three. Eight, eight, yeah. Eighteen. <laughs> eight. Eighteen. So, um, you grab him, you hold his nose open, and you got him pretty much just—he <laughs> can't move at all. Like a little baby. Yeah. And, and Throw it I, in there. I just pour it down his gullet. All right. The um, serum of truth. <laughs> I feel like if there was a finesse check, we would be failing every single oh, yeah, time. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so you do that. But as soon as you pull back, every gnome in the place, like, stands up Uh-oh. and pulls out a weapon of some kind. Oh. Um, what sort of weapons do gnomes have? Uh, anyway? me yeah, swords, daggers, bows, maces, okay. you know. Let's calm it down. I- it's not poison. <coughs> it's just, just a little truth serum. You can't just walk in here and drug our people! Uh, well, it's not drugs. If it was drugs, it would be nice drugs. Be very it's careful to not ask serum. a question right now. Yes, don't it, ask him a question. You need to get out of here right now. This could have gone better. <laughs> ask him a question real quick and then we'll run. Julian, you ask him. Sure. Can you point us toward Riley? Riley is sick up in his room. Why did I, why did I just... S- say oh, that. No. Shall we? I was re- get him. Oh, now we have to leave. Let's just go quick, 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 quick. I was really scared that Bob was gonna go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. That would have been a good one, Brian. <laughs> right. uh, I didn't think of that. So uh, we're just gonna go outside and reconsider our options right. at this point. Yes. Well, they're chasing you. Oh, okay. We're running outside then. Okay. So and you I, guys and run I, out I, of the. I'm sorry. <laughs> I throw Julian's ten gold pieces at them. <laughs> 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 so, so you guys run out the door, okay. um, and you you've got a pretty good lead on them, so they're not all running out. Um, okay. But picture one of the Benny Hill music is yeah, now playing. <laughs> so you're out, but one of them runs out. 
yells up. He goes, take them out. And what? you hear something like be- a-, a bow being drawn. No. But all of a sudden, right before you hear that bow about to snap, you hear what sounds like a really loud boom. And then as you look back, you see the, the person with the, b- the-, the-, the gnome with the bow on the roof fall down. Dead. Oh. And he has like an arrow stuck into his head. Oh. And you hear from above you on the roofs, Hey guys, I sent him to the Goblinicus Gates. Thrace, Henley, Julian, I'm back. <laughs> and as you look up there, you see Stewie the Goblin, oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> dressed in what looks now like camouflage military gear. Stewie, <laughs> Stewie as Rambo. <laughs> Phew! Quick, guys, run! Let's get out of here. Stewie, we'll meet you around the corner. Uh-huh.